Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we are speaking with Vincent Wu. Hey, Vincent, how are you? Good. How are you, Ben? I'm very, very well. Uh, Vincent, I'm excited to talk to you about one of the biggest challenges that uh, I think the media industry has had to try to tackle over the last year, which is local news. Uh, Vincent Wu is the COO at Newsbreak, the nation's number one intelligent local news platform. Newsbreak connects and empowers local users, local content creators, and local businesses at scale, helping people everywhere live safer, more vibrant, more truly connected lives. The big thing, though, is local, 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 right? Try to figure out that local media piece. And we'll get more into the uh, specifics on what Newsbreak is doing in that area. But before we get there, tell us a little bit about your background and your career. Sure. Thank you for having me, Ben. It's so great to have uh, to join here. Um, looking back at my career, I think uh, I, my career is all about transformations. It's about disruption by new technology. I started my career very briefly as a management consultant. Um, I spent about 10 years in helping big companies like retailers, insurance company, uh, telecoms like AT&T, or consumer electronic company like Samsung or Canon to use the digital technology to transform their business, how they actually do business, how they actually interact with user. Uh, I was working at Accenture, Oliver Weinman, essentially using those new digital technology to, to help transform those companies. And then after the business school, I started to uh, work in media industry. Actually, I work in AOL, uh, Huffington Post, Yahoo News, Yahoo TV. Uh, I would call it another cycle of transformation, essentially using the new technologies, the data-driven approach, how to use data and insights to fundamentally change how the content company uh, uh, generate content, distribute content, and monetize content. So I spent quite some time with the uh, editorial leaders, with the uh, content leaders, to um, essentially use the data insights approach to turn around the business, um, uh, to regain the growth uh, using platforms like social platform, using um, um, a SEO search platform and other technology platform to build their audiences and monetize their business. Um, about three years ago, I decided to uh, take a step forward uh, to join Newsbreak because I saw a new opportunity comes up is to use the technology to also sort of disrupt or say maybe change and transform an industry that has been uh, running, sort of running down, sort of like decreasing is the local news sector, um, because that's sort of the one of the last mile, the last piece of the, of the content ecosystem that's still under still a lot of legacy uh, approach, still a lot of uh, inefficiency, I call it that way. Um, uh, the lack of adoption of new technology to find their audiences and build up the business. So I decided to join Newsbreak as the COO and building up the business arms and also using the new our the power of Newsbreak to help uh, local newspaper and local news publishers to uh, adapt to this new uh, technology of, uh, of um, AI, social, search, 
and essentially how to help them to regain the growth of the business. That's great. I, I've spent a bit of time trying to think about local advertising over the years, um, you know, as, as it was becoming reinvented by basically big box retailers and, and how they used a lot of the local media to connect and, and drive traffic. And, yeah. and that, that always led back to that local media, local news piece as well. Um, you know, I think that if you asked, I would say the majority of Americans who their local political representative was, I don't think they would be able to answer that. Um, whereas yeah. a generation ago, I would say most people would have been able to answer that. Um, I grew up in a town that had a, a, a local press called Pioneer Press, which was on the north side of Chicago. And, you know, getting your picture in the, in the Evanston Review was a, was a big deal as a little kid. And so local media used to matter. Um, and certainly... Uh, it plays a really critical role, I think, in society. So tell me more about the details of how the model works for you guys. Sure. Uh, before speaking about the actual model, I, I, I would just want to share why we are doing it and why we see the value of it. And of course, there's a dual value here. One is uh, as, a, as a company, we, we do see the, the business value because growing bigger. And then in the last three years, we actually about 10x of our user base revenue size too and that actually proved the uh, uh the business value of it but i think more important is the social value it's about what we are doing on the other side actually we think is doing a very big thing an important thing for the society in thinking about the news desert people call it that right right and, and think about there's about 20 we actually know there's about 2100 newspaper vendors in the last 15 years and today we actually still in America, we have about 1800 community today doesn't have any newspaper. That's literally a news desert. We think we can do something to change it, to help that. But the way that we are thinking about change it is that it's not like say we want to revert to the old model or just doing something just okay, the sort of like nonprofit or give them funding or just encouraging to put the paywall there. We don't, we don't believe the way to change it is to um, just reverting to the old model. We think there should be a way that we create a new model the using the power of technology, using the power of user understanding about understand people's like desire under people, people, the content itself, understanding the geolocation. Because fundamentally, we believe today with the new technology in the last 10 years, Facebook, thanks to Google, Facebook and all the new tech platforms, People are getting easier and easier to understand what's going on on a national scale. You actually know everything almost like very immediate today with the technology, right? You know what Trump said, you know what Kim Kardashian did in, in LA very easily. But I think we see a trend that people are becoming less and less informed about what's going on um, in my neighborhood or what's going on around me. And actually, we, I, we see a strong demand about that. It's just like right now, we don't see enough supply on that. So what we are doing is to use the technology, the, the machine learning and algorithm power, plus the uh, operations or the partner network that we have. We actually with the build network with more than 1,500 publishers uh, in this country to actually uh, provide their content and use break and use our uh, machine learning and use our distribution power to find the new audiences they can on the mobile space, because we do believe mobile is uh, the future of, of uh, news consumption. We actually use mobile 
to help them to find the right audiences that are interested in their content and maximize the distribution power of it and actually help them to monetize. We offer a lot of flexibility uh, for publishers to monetize uh, in, in the way they like. Um, so we actually emphasize the value about free content access too. So we don't do paywall. We don't think putting a paywall is essentially the, the solution for the issue. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, um, that's what we are doing. We're very excited about it because fundamentally we think, I, I personally think looking back, like maybe not like five years, 10 years, 20 years, one thing people didn't realize that much is that because of the new technology, because of advance and advancement of a lot of things, people didn't realize that they actually lost part of their very important life. It's the yeah. local part of it. It's just like, I mean, we are so into other things right now. We didn't realize that in the good old days, we actually enjoy our local, our part of the community, how we actually connect with other people in the community and get informed about what's going on in my local community. So we yeah, are actually- Yeah, no, I mean, I, it, was, it, was a, it was a much, the commercial model for that local news was very much driven off of local advertising Correct. and then classifieds, yep. right? I mean, the classifieds were a critical part of that story. Um, that classified space is, has truly evaporated in any kind of meaningful way on a local level. I suppose mm -hmm. you have these aggregators, these large aggregators that kind of play key roles in that space um, that have been around for obviously a long, long time now. Yep. But um, that's really interesting. So, I mean, over the last 18 months, we've uh, certainly been through a world where everyone's trying to figure out, you know, national news, international news, and local news uh, around this whole pandemic that we've been living through. And I'd just be curious to hear how that's impacted what you guys are working on. Yeah, I think I think uh, the pandemic is unfortunate. Um, it actually, I, I, we actually a catalyst. It's a catalyst to help people to understand and actually give them an opportunity um, to understand the importance of local news and information. Uh, that, that's actually, uh, we found that um, when the pandemic happened, of course, there's more attention to, the, to our platform, to the news, but eventually people suddenly realized that after they use it for a while, they understand this is a very important part of their daily life. It's the local, not necessarily just the pandemic information. We see our usage on our platform actually grow on other categories to significantly after the pandemic. Uh, the lifestyle, the community, the, the, the politics news, um, a lot of things. So I think the catalyst, um, the, the pandemic actually, you know, it's a, it's a boost, but it's a boost to not just for our business. I think it's very important is to boost for people to build that awareness and habits about consuming and continue to share and continue to actually contribute to the local content ecosystem. And that's one thing we see it very positively. Yeah, no, I, I like that. And it's interesting because a lot of the other places that you have worked, uh, I think probably most notably AOL and Huffington Post took um, made attempts at this <laughs> along the way. Uh, I'm sure you're quite a, uh, well aware of all of the, the trials they've made. What's the biggest difference between what Newsbreak is doing versus some of those, those past efforts? Um. Well, when while I was in AOL and Huffington Post, I didn't do anything on local. But during that time, I started to develop a very strong personal interest about mm -hmm. local content because I see the uh, the demand of it. The people actually look for it. But running a local news 
outlets or wanting the local news content is very challenging. I don't want mm -hmm. to hide that. It's uh, uh, the, the, today's digital advertising is all favoring scale. It's all favoring uh, impression. It's a scale game, right? And that's why a lot of local news outlets, when they're in the process about transforming to a digital approach, um, they didn't make it because it's, it's hard to actually compare to national big publishers to get the eyeballs as big as those like national content. So our approach is not necessarily fundamentally different or we have a totally secret source or, or secret things to do it. It's all about the, um, the focus on local. It's all mm -hmm. about the willingness to help the local ecosystem to actually build up a model that we have um, on an aggregate basis, we have the scale, we have the scale right. to help the local publishers to find the audiences to dispute their content. And, and some of them would choose to monetize themselves. Themselves, Some of them would, would, would work with us to monetize together. That's very much a flexibility there. But they, I think the focus is very important because yeah, I, agree. Um, I think every, every platform has a, a local element there, but I think we are the only one that from day one, we are super focused on local and that's our mission. We really want to um, go down the path and actually um, help, help the ecosystem. So, Vincent, as you and your colleagues look forward over the next year, how do you see this local space evolving? It sounds like the last uh, 18 months have, have been a catalyst to growth. Obviously, the area was growing before that as well. But are there changes in the types of content? Um, what are the big focuses for the near future for you guys? Well, I think it's uh, it's hard to uh, do concrete prediction because that's yeah. not um, always always impossible. Always, I'm, asking, uh, I'm asking you to be Nostradamus, and no, <laughs> I think even Nostradamus was only what twenty percent correct or ten. Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah, the thing that we can share is always. I think we believe in the power of technology. We believe in the power of community. We do think uh, people want to get connected on the maybe on a national scale, I want to connect with the people that I share the same view or different views or share the same interest, but on the local ecosystem, the same, right? People want to get connected. People want to not see what's going on. People want to see more information uh, about a more diversified information about uh, what's happening in my neighborhood, right? Today, I think I still see a gap today. A lot of people, unless you are super, super good Googler, and sometimes even you're very good at Googling, you still couldn't know what's going on in your neighborhood. You, yeah, I, we, are, we, are, we are here to provide a platform, to provide more and more useful, informative, and colorful content for you to live a better life locally. Yeah. Um, I think, of course, new formats matters, right? Video, audio, things like that. And I think fundamentally, it's about um, the value that we are providing to the uh, to the to the local users, uh, not necessarily the specific feature or things that we are doing on on the local product. Um, that's very important for us to uh, shame our strategy and going forward how we actually uh, conquer those challenges in this industry. Well, I mean these uh, these monthly active users, the AUM numbers are really impressive. So is that up to 45 million plus now? Yeah, it's like 40. That, that's, that's incredible. So, I mean, and now you have a, a network of writers of over 2000 writers. Right. That's impressive. I mean, bringing that, that level of content together, a sizable and growing audience 
it definitely confirms the the opportunity in the local space. And I think that the way that you're talking about bringing it, it together with essentially some type of a, almost like a programmatic type of way of kind of linking it together with national data is is really interesting. Um, Vincent, thank you so much for joining us today on Uncaged. We've been speaking with Vincent Wu. He is the Chief Operating Officer at Newsbreak. Newsbreak is the nation's number one intelligent local news platform. If you want to know who's really figuring out the local media space, it's Newsbreak. And uh, Vincent is tackling, I would say, probably one of the most important challenges that we have in the media space. This is one that's been trialed by so many others and um, has still remained essentially a gap in the market. And so I'm really excited to hear about what Newsbreak is doing and their growth over the last couple of years. So thanks, Vincent. I uh, look forward to hearing again uh, how the company is doing in the near future. Thank you, Brad. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Have a good day. Oh,